Hey there, piss daddies and poop mommies. Um, it's Tom Takar here. Just a heads up. This episode's a little weird. We didn't stand by a band. We had Joe, our dear friend, Quizala, that's his nickname, uh, come on and talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the new inductees. So it's a fun time. Also, heads up if you're a New York pisshead. Uh, me and Tommy have our Caroline show February 8th at 9.30 p.m. with Emmy Blotnick, Monroe Martin, and more. Uh, that's carolines.com and check out our Patreon for bonus content. Patreon.com slash stand by your band. Enjoy the app and thanks for listening. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Stand by Your Band, the podcast where people talk about music and shit. I've had enough of this fucking <laughs> podcast. I'm so mad. Sorry, I don't mean to come in so hot. This is Tom Takar. I shouldn't have started off with bad language, and I apologize to all the mommies listening out there and the daddies. Although we all know the daddies like to talk dirty when the mommies are around. What happened to you? <laughs> Uh, that is, of course, uh, my wonderful co-host, the Prince of Snarkness, Tommy McNamara. Good to see you. Good to see you. How you doing, Tommy? I'm all right. <laughs> you don't look all right. Why are you so sick of it? We haven't recorded in two uh, here's, weeks. I'll explain. Uh, you know what? You're right. We haven't recorded in a while. I'm already mad coming in. Yeah. I read one fucking comment that made me mad. I, went, I read a review where somebody shit on us. I tell you, every time... Like I know you're not supposed to like let people get to you, but every single comment that we get on this, it drives me insane, and I'm like ready to fucking quit. Damn. If we get one more, na- if you like the show, please write a positive review because I'm losing my mind. I'm gonna uh, stop the podcast. You know what? We're gonna make this podcast ten minutes long, and we're just gonna talk about fucking Matchbox Twenty the whole time, and see how you like that. You pieces we'll of call shit. It the Maxbox Ten. <laughs> <laughs> the only show where we talk about Matchbox Twenty for ten minutes every week. <laughs> I bet the I bet Rob Thomas would listen to that. You're gonna want to push subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> it's three a.m. I'm listening to Matchbox Ten. We have a guest today. We do <laughs> somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow this was all done in front of another person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. We you're our first return guest. Is that true? That's I oh believe that's right. We're seeing. Oh, yeah, this is the first, you're the first r- return guest that we like and respect. <laughs> that we I'll welcome that. onto the show. <laughs> yeah. I was invited back. You're, uh, just we, come back. You're the only of, of the two of you who might have a third episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks praise. for coming on. This. this is Joe Quizala. Joe Tiki Quizala, as, as I like to call you right now. Like Tiki Masala. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, my brain wouldn't let me. <laughs> understand that oh you racist <laughs> yeah i mean that's why my brain is very racist you gotta, call me a, specifically. <laughs> you gotta call me an american food like joe <laughs> quizalanya look that we'll start the show over yeah, yeah. oh get <laughs> what's the most classic american food <laughs> probably lasagna <laughs> something american like a burrito or lasagna <laughs> I feel like burritos have been Americanized. Um, here we, we go again. This food, <laughs> this <laughs> rant. Joe just yes. got married yesterday. I got married. Uh, that's not. Tr- I mean, there's so many people. I, I don't know. I don't know how many people are listening to this, but I got to imagine some. Yeah, we have believe some that that's true. Uh, Joe was at a. I wedding was at yesterday. a wedding. 
and alone. Uh, and you had the <laughs> you have that rule that every wedding you go to, you must make love to the bride before. Yeah, it, <laughs> before it's an groom. old. Uh, it says American of tradition is lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Prima noctala. <laughs> Boy, uh, good wedding, good trip. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, I'm only in town for a little bit, but I you made you the know, trip for this podcast and sure decided I... to tag on a wedding. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. I was yep. like, well, I got to come back for for the pod. Hell yeah! And one of my oldest friends is getting married, so I guess I'll go to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we jump into uh, what we were gonna, what we're talking about this episode, let's talk a little bit about um, an email that we got. We're going to start checking this mailbag a little more often. We've been we don't usually read them on the pod, but we got a fun email from uh, it's it says uh, "Dear Comedy Mommies" is the uh, is the subject, and it's from someone named Computer Music. It says uh, it "Girl says, Talk." It must be yeah. Must be I think it is talk. Girl, talk. Like girl Talk. <laughs> it says "What up? What up? Hey, I love the show. This is not a booking inquiry, but I couldn't find another email, and I don't use Twitter anyway." Prompted by your fine Chumbawamba episode, I decided to indulge in a little nostalgia and listen to Tub Thumping the whole way through again, along with some other cuts. On the video here, there was a comment I thought was referencing your show until I saw it was dated a year ago. You pissheads have all done this, lol. <laughs> this was just an insane coincidence I felt I needed to share with someone. And since my friends think I'm a nerd for loving podcasts and because I don't have friends, oh I thought I would maybe amuse the source. Is, or is it a coincidence? Or is there a piss secret society? Is Tommy a time traveler? <laughs> is piss freak British for alcoholic? Is AIDS a conspiracy? We'll never know. Anyway, love you guys. Keep on pissing in the free world. Well, thanks a lot there, computer music. We respect you, even though you're a robot who will someday <laughs> take, over, music. take us over. <laughs> I like piss. <laughs> <laughs> Feed me piss. <laughs> it is great. We had like four episodes in a row where there's a story about the band that had to do with piss. Isn't that crazy? That is weird. Do you think anyone's ever pissed like in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, not in the bathroom? We're talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, by the way. Yeah, so we can, we can just jump right into it. Will How you much search piss? Hall of Fame piss? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I was. It's so. It's. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I was uh, thinking about piss recently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but because this is this show has become more about piss than music <laughs> at this point. Well, well, well only because. Uh, so I found a very bad parody song of Ooh. "Bitch" by Meredith Brooks. It's called Bloke, and it's a it's an Australian song. Oh wow! It's it went to number one in Australia. No, "Bitch" by Meredith Brooks did not go <laughs> to, truly did not go to number one. I think in any country, uh, it was at number one for two weeks in Australia. It's called Bloke, uh, and it's it's terrible. It's like so poorly produced. And the dude was like a comedian. I think his name is uh, Chris. Franklin Delia. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris Delia, he's a famous Australian I think he's comedian. a comedian. But I, I, I looked up the video, and like the there's a quick intro for it. Uh, a, I, uh, so I guess Bloke is uh, the video that kind of put me on the map, kind of got things started for me. Uh, you know, when we did the video, this director, he wanted to get storyboards and stuff, and I said, hey, look over there. There's a carton of piss. Me and me mates are going to drink it. you got to film it. <laughs> That's how it's gonna go. <laughs> oh no! Is that really it? Yeah, yeah. And I hadn't really, because I had heard before that like pissing meant like drinking in England, yeah, or in, in Australia and stuff. But I'd never heard of booze 
referred to as piss, and it was just very <laughs> jarring. Oh, so it wasn't actually piss. No, it was it was. Oh, booze. okay. Yeah. I've heard of I've heard of like bad beer described as like piss water. Right. That's and that's about it. But it, it was just so casually used as booze, and it really is unsettling. <laughs> I think we like, should start. We should take that. That's fun. I got a six or a piss. Yeah, we can I'm gonna drink it with me mates. <laughs> can I have your yeah. finest O'Doul's piss? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have non-alcoholic piss? Yeah. <laughs> I did okay. So, as the researcher on this podcast, I found uh, I searched Rock and Roll Hall of Fame piss. Jesus, I found uh, Letters of Note uh, dot com. There's an article sure. that said the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a piss stain. That's the Sex Pistols when they were inducted. They didn't go because they disagreed with the whole idea, the whole concept. So they sent a letter in their stead. That Jan Wenner read at the ceremony, and I think like one of the first lines is like, yep. "We don't want to be in your piss stain." <laughs> oh wow! Rock and roll hall of lame. <laughs> like the most the Sex Pistols. I think after a decent amount of time, I think we've all come to realize like they are embarrassing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. God save the core. Yeah, and like they're <laughs> prefabricated too, which is a thing that. Oh, they were. Yeah, I did not realize. So like they're this. essentially the monkeys of punk. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they that. Were about just I didn't know the monkeys were by a guy. Uh, I forget his Malcolm McLaren. I think his name is. Mm-hmm. He wanted ten thousand hours. He wanted to put. <laughs> What? Hold for edit. <laughs> Excuse me. That was such a stretch. Um. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I truly didn't hear you. It was. Should we go back? Nope. No. Uh, I'll just. I'll just. Fine. It wasn't bad. I'll just, I just move forward. To make fun of it. Um. Yeah, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, no, it was a dude named Malcolm McLaren who just wanted to. Uh, he wanted to put together a punk group, uh, so he just like kind of assembled people who like thought would band. be good. In a way, yeah. Like Sid Vicious did not play. I mean, if you see a guy named Sid Vicious, <laughs> you put him in your punk band. Did you know that we were actually prefabricated by the industry of podcasting? Oh, my God. Yeah, us that too. That seems unnecessary. <laughs> we're like the boy band of like podcasting, people say. We just keep banging this guy. <laughs> we're sucking and fucking Smiling, this guy. Going like, we're to pre- get time I think this is what being prefabricated means. They let you... <laughs> a stranger is fucking me and my friend. <laughs> Non-stop. This, this guy told us that if we sucked and fucked him, he'd let us have a podcast. Right, yeah. I'll get you on <laughs> iTunes. They like, say this, yes, is the Daddy. Best, sorry. this is the best way we can get back at that bad review. By <laughs> <laughs> putting out the worst podcast of all time. <laughs> it's mostly about piss and fucking. Never gets to any type of music talk. Yeah, we should say this is also a weird episode where we're not talking about a band like we normally no. do. Yeah. I, refu- give- I refuse to stand by any more Here's bands. the thing about, I, I, I hate to sidetrack, but I should say, one reason we're doing this is that you pitched this idea and we liked it, but you were going to do De- uh, Devo, right? Yeah. So th- we ran into this problem. You were the first person to bamboozle us on this podcast. That's true. Where you pitched a band that it turned out nobody hated. Well, I mean, <laughs> a band that is, for the most part, critically admired, yes. ABBA. Yes, But there is, a, we both... We both, we the three of us, <laughs> saw that there is a lot of ABBA hate, there but was it, some it, hate. it like doesn't really exist that much anymore. And it's it also like critically, people love them, so yeah. it's like they right. don't totally fit. So we got you were the first episode where people are like, nobody fucking. 
But oh, yeah, we're back in like, musical games. Oh, I don't know why they took down Abba. <laughs> like we're defending them. I uh, hate this show. Yeah, and like Devo's probably even more critically admired. That but was, I, think I the pitched it why, to somebody, and they were like, "No, everybody loved Devo." Yeah, I think the reason why. I just think that Devo is dismissed a little bit, mm-hmm. or at least they're not. That is I, that, or they're like forgotten. People don't talk yeah, about them right. anymore, and people just think they did whip it. Which That's like the only song that I associate them with, right? And yeah. they have like a really uh, long catalog of really great songs. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're right; it probably does not fit. But uh, we love you, so we wanted to have you do some other shit that we wanted to. We just wanted to hang out with you. Uh, we're just looking for excuses to get that ass in. <laughs> yeah, you got that sweet ass. Yeah, I let you guys grab it earlier. <laughs> we had a good time. You think it'd be funny if you put the Whip It song over the Fifty Shades Freed trailer? <laughs> That's good. I think that would be good. Yes. <laughs> someone should make yes, that. I do. Someone should make that. That's fun. You should make that, Tommy. Not at the time. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, you made that. Uh, you should check. You guys should check out uh, Tommy's video <laughs> that he made for the uh, the Oscar nomination film scores. Yeah, the video is great. Uh, it's very it funny. So funny. I really liked it. Um. Anyways, let's. Uh, sorry, I interrupted you when you were talking about. Oh, I don't know what I was shit. talking about. It, it was uh, the Sex Pistols thing being oh, fabricated. Sure. Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I kind of said what I wanted oh, to. Good, but uh, thank you for letting me come on yeah, here. Cool. To talk let's wrap about, this up <laughs> about the yeah. And I just want to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about how'd you get into the rock. Right. Ball. God, how did I personally find my they way? Check your ID. Into <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, yeah, I am really into the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not so much like the building, <laughs> yeah, but like kind of the concept. Like mm-hmm. the list of people getting in and yeah. the induction ceremonies, because mm-hmm. uh, those are like they're just cool live shows. Right? Yeah, they're yeah. like a concert with six or seven different bands playing, mm-hmm. uh, and there's like a lot of cool people. I feel like it's a it's an event that's like barely covered, uh, but is you know it's broadcast on HBO. And it's great. Are you going to go this year? I am. I'm going to try to. Is I it at Barclays to. again? It's at, it's in Cleveland. Oh, oh damn! They go back and forth between Cleveland and Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Any excuse to get back to Cleveland? That's true. Oh, My favorite that. city. <laughs> Apparently, I shat on Cleveland in oh, a recent yeah? episode. I don't remember what I said, but we got a we got a message from uh, our dear friend John uh, Bellancini about it. Mm-hmm. Did you uh, not good hear man. That Cleveland rock. <laughs> <laughs> See, I heard about that, but yeah. I I said it was fake news. Oh, oh no. I think that, I think that Drew Carey should win the fake news award. As far as I'm concerned. So let's uh, let's list the bands that are in this year. Okay, yeah, and so, in all time, yeah, of all time, <laughs> starting from the first class: there? Chuck Berry, <laughs> James Brown, Ray Charles, <laughs> damn, uh, Elvis Presley. It's true. I read um, the Wikipedia Adam earlier. Good uh, so they they started inducting people in 1986, and now we're at 2018 with a class that I think is underwhelming. Yes. Uh, especially because I felt like they could have inducted at least one more band. And if you look at the list of nominees this year... What uh, happened with Radiohead? Did they turn it down, or was that... It's unclear. I mean, the official stance is that they just straight up didn't get in. They didn't get the votes, but I kind of don't believe that. Because uh. they had said uh, that they... Well, they have like a, a South American tour booked around the time of the they're induction. they're trying to find Hitler. They're yeah. looking for all the remaining Nazis... <laughs> Uh, who are out hiding, and it's under the guise of a tour, but we know. Oh, I love being Tom under York. the guise. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy. 
but yeah, they 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 are scheduled to perform uh, in South America on the day of the induction, and they had been. So it, I I think the hall made the decision to kind of defer their induction, hoping that they will be able to come do it a year where they can next do it. year, uh, and maybe they struck a deal or something. I don't know, but. Yeah, the Radiohead guys were interviewed before they announced the inductees, and they were just kind of like, no, we're not going to go if we were inducted. And mm. I think, yeah. How many people on the board? Uh, there's the nominating committee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these, you sound I, like a real idiot right now, Tommy. Wow. <laughs> Embarrassing. I think it's around 20 people or so. It used to be much larger, but in recent years, they've scaled it down. People like Questlove, oh, Tom Morello, Dave Grohl are so on So it's it. all musicians. Well, those are like the only musicians. The rest are... Interesting. The rest it's are weird like, that musicians would be... It's, or it's weird that like... I mean, Dave Grohl is in, right? With Nirvana, yeah. yeah. Oh, but not as a not with uh, Foo Fighters? They're not eligible they're not, yet. They're not 25 yet? Hmm. Hey, guys, we're back. We had a little technical difficulty. So uh, hard. Uh, <laughs> Whoopsies. Um, but we were just talking about what makes it uh, so that you, or, or who's who chooses. <laughs> right, we're talking about. So I'll, I'll take the reins, Tom. Th- thank I'm, you. I'm done. Yeah, uh, we were talking about who is on the nominating committee, which is the group of people who come up with the nominees each year for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The board, they're the, called. <laughs> Tommy says that they're called the board, and I think that's the board fine. is what we call the listeners to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, oh boy! And it's it's a mix of like critics, industry people, uh, and musicians. And I, I mentioned the three musicians that I know of that are on the the board <laughs> are Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, Questlove from The Roots, and Dave Grohl. Nice. Uh, and then the rest of the people are like you know Seymour Stein, who like founded Sire Records, which like. The replacements and ah. the cure and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of those bands around and uh, other just new critics. David Frick, you might know from what the Rolling Stone. <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. Is that, did, I heard some. There's something about Jan Wenner coming out, right? Isn't he a bad guy? Yeah, I think so. Nice. I think so. Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah, dude. He wow. is not on the nominating committee, even That's though surprising. he's he's kind of like in charge or was in charge i don't know just as as like the rolling stone guy because the the hall and rolling stone are linked mm-hmm. uh i think he used to he used to wheel and deal mm-hmm. and i think people musicians in particular think that jan wenner is uh more in control of the hall of fame than he is like it like bon jovi is being inducted this year and like they have been snubbed for a while and John Bon Jovi constantly was like, yeah, well, you know, Jan Wenner fucking hates us and you know, he's <laughs> oh, keeping wow. us out. And it's like, nobody cares about you. <laughs> like Nobody's going out of their way to, uh, to block John Bon Jovi. <laughs> I just saw him as a guest on the – I went to a Colbert taping and okay. he was one of the guests. Was he, it good? Was he, he good? He I was mean? just talking and he – no, horrible. Oh, damn. He, he's just a living turtleneck at damn. this point. You know what I mean? He's just right. like – Showing up in direct TV commercials and <laughs> – Just talking about his charity the whole time and then like – uh, 
tried to make like a shithole countries joke that just tanks. Oh, it was no. Just but people gave him a standing ovation when he came out. And I was like, they're so beloved. And then people barely to... cheered is... for uh, Daniel I... Kaluuya from Get Out. That's like, insane. Yeah. And I know I said Kaluuya like the alcohol. But... Hell yeah. <laughs> Kaluuya's sick, dude. Yeah. I love that piss. Yeah. <laughs> Good piss. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, I, I, are you disappointed that he's on that list this year? I think, but yeah, I think Bon Jovi's his was the most boring song you gave us. I felt like yeah, I because I straight up do not like any other. Yeah, songs. I uh, mean it's tough. Like that's the only one. That's the only Bon Jovi song that I like kind kind of tolerate. Uh, but I think Bon Jovi is one of the worst inductees maybe of all time. But I also like totally get it. Like they probably do deserve to be in there. Just in terms of, I mean, there's Longevity a lot of, and yeah, like they've, I mean, they had a hit song in like 2000. It's my life. Yeah. Which is like, that's impressive. It is. For a band that, that came out of the eighties. Uh-huh. Uh, they had a long career and they're very popular and they had a bunch of songs that everybody knows, you know? And I yeah. think that stuff has its merit. I uh, remember there was one song he had that I liked when I was a kid. I'm trying to Living on it. a Prayer. No, I wanted I, uh, dead or not, alive. I, that might, I I do like that song. You give love a bad oh, what name. a bad song. Yeah, yeah that one's not Jesus. good. Uh, <laughs> Shot through the heart, and you're, you're to, to blame. blame. <laughs> yeah, duh. You give. Love we know. A- we know who's to blame. <laughs> I shot myself on the heart. You give love a bad name is about Gillian Jacobs. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just connected two dots. I guess Paul Rust would be the one who named it. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I, w- I don't want to go after him, though. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> um, all right, top ten Bon Jovi. I- oh, It's My Life. I remember as yeah. a kid being like, that song is, it is my life. Right. Like Frankie said, I did it my way. As <laughs> 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 if he's on a first name basis with Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Oh man! Um, should we listen to? Well, first off, let's listen to Jared's voicemail before I forget. Okay, Jared Thompson, the owner of the comedy. We didn't do this last time you were on the show. This started a little later, but uh, Jared Thompson, the friend and foe of the podcast, um, the owner of the beloved, the much beloved uh, comedy attic in Bloomington, Indiana, which gets a nice little shout out on Never Not Funny. Uh, Todd Glasses episode. Check that out. It's at the end. It's very sweet. Um, this is uh, what he has to say about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Let me turn this up first before I forget. All right. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on uh, talking about the 2018 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees. Um, I think they, especially in comparison to other years, they did an okay job. They've got three peop- three artists that... I think are worthy of making it in without question. Uh, Nina Simone for sure is the headliner for me of this year. Uh, Dire Straits, I think are a great band and the cars are a real good, maybe not great band that had a lot of good songs and were a good marriage between, you know, popular and uh, good, which is of course pretty much over these days. I mean, a band's either popular or good mostly, but, um, I, I can see why Bon Jovi made it. I mean, my God, they've probably sold, um, you know, a lot of, he sold a lot of albums. Um, I like the Moody Blues. I think they're good, but I don't really know that I would consider them rock and roll hall of fame worthy. I mean, nice and white satin is an amazing song. It's going to be played at my funeral. Um, but you know, I, 
personally, if it were me, I would have put Radiohead and the Zombies as the other two choices. Both of them got a lot of votes. I mean, I think that they'll eventually both make it in. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, the argument to, you know, to keep out, you know, Bon Jovi is just personal preference. I mean, I, I just don't really like them. But anyway, I'll talk to you later. Thanks. Okay. Oh, Jerry, thanks for sending that in, Geraldo. Pretty, uh... Pretty reasonable uh, take. Yeah. More, yeah, this more was maybe the most reasonable Jared's <laughs> ever been. More or less agree. Uh, oh, it's a, a good point. I didn't realize the zombies were up for it. That yeah, they've been, been up one. a few times. Mm. And they'll get in. Uh, it's interesting when you get to the kind of this stage of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's like there aren't too many slam dunks anymore. Uh, mm. Where it's like, yeah, like in 2003... The Clash gets in. Duh. Like, yeah. there's yeah, no yeah, argument yeah. there. You know, like, uh, Elvis Costello gets in. You know, the police get in. Mm-hmm. And now you get to some of these bands that they don't check off every box, but they check off some. You know, like, the Zombies are great, but, you know, they have one classic album. Mm-hmm. Most of their career is basically that album, Odyssey and Oracle, and then have a few songs kind of scattered around it. They didn't have a super long career, even though they were great. So it's like... You know, they have some, they kind of fulfill some of those categories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the Moody Blues are a band that has been eligible for, you know, 30 years or something. Oh, wow. Is there no limit on how long you're eligible? No. Uh, you can be, I mean, I think Nina Simone could have been inducted in the first class. Oh, wow. Technically. You know. Yeah. Because uh, Nina Simone has been around since, you know, the late. 50s i think in that terms of right. of her recording career and uh i mean sister rosetta tharp could have been inducted that early as well i mean i've never heard of sister rosetta tharp yeah uh and she's in the right category she's in the early influence category and that's kind of because she kind of predates rock and roll she comes more out of the gospel tradition mm-hmm. uh but moody blues also like i think their first album was in 64 you know which is like a, a year or two after the beatles and it's weird that the Beatles haven't gotten in. Yeah, you know, it's all politics. <laughs> it's Ringo. It's mostly. Yeah. It is, I guess. I, well, you obviously know this, but I, it's funny that Ringo Starr like just got in. Yeah, it, that's you know. Peace and love. Peace and love. <laughs> no more autographs. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's the most talented Beatle. I think everybody yeah, everyone has, on that. has said that. Ringo should not be in, but it's almost. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. in with the Beatles. That's where he should be in. Yeah, uh-huh. obviously, McCartney and and Lennon get in as solo artists. That makes yeah. sense. And so did George Harrison, which is a little more debatable, but I think a, a, still a, a good solo career and, and deserving to be in. Then Ringo did not have a. I mean, he does not have a Hall of Fame worthy solo career. So they inducted him in a special category, which is essentially the, emojis. Yeah, <laughs> as as an emoji yeah. user, <laughs> check out his Twitter if you have not. It's so funny! It's, I had not seen that. He loves but I'm emojis. Excited. He <laughs> overuses emojis to the point where it's beautiful. It's art. Uh, yeah, they inducted him in a category called musical excellence, which is just a uh, a category that the nominating committee can just put anyone they want in there and i think what had happened was paul mccartney was like why isn't ringo in uh-huh and they were like will you show up if ringo gets in <laughs> and, and he and did he, yeah and he did and they why put him in ringo in i can't do it good work that was pretty good, good right? not bad <laughs> 
but so, sometimes that's how it is. Uh, <laughs> and you know, if if you want for that category, if you just kind of want to be like, hey, there's, this is a person who we believe deserves some extra recognition, but does not fit into the normal categories, then that's yeah. fine. Whatever. All right. All right. So, what are the bands that are playing now that you think will get in someday? Foo Fighters, you said. Yes, I do think Foo Fighters will get eventually. I think Coldplay will get in. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. I am truly shocked Radiohead did not get in this year. Yeah. Because they, like, they seem like the last layup. Mm-hmm. They seem like the last. Pearl Jam get- is last year. Yeah, right. Pearl Jam's in. So this, yeah. was, this year, it's bands that start, started in 1992 are yeah. eligible. And I just feel like Radiohead is like, they're like a top 50 of all time yeah. artists and bands, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's tough. Yeah. So I, I there's there's not there's you, not too many other bands. I feel like the longer like we, the more we go into the future, it is less and uh, Jared talks about this all the time, but there's just less like super bands. Yeah. Like now than ever before. For sure. It's also I think the Strokes would ever get in? I don't know. Maybe. But I don't know because you know again it's mostly like that one album and and mm. then, you know, kind of diminishing returns after mm. that. What about Modest Mouse? I don't Do think, think they so. could get in there. I don't Why think not? so. What do you have against them? <laughs> I don't. Is that a serious question? No. Okay. But I mean, you can. I mean, people it. love Modest. I Mass. love Modest. They're one of my favorite bands. But yeah, just not not enough impact or influence. I would say some bad news for people who love good news. <laughs> <laughs> got some bad news for people who love bad news for people right. who love good news <laughs> for people who ask bad questions. <laughs> um, I want to talk about the cars for a second here. Yeah, for sure. I love I, the cars. I love the cars too. I I was like kind of like surprised to see them. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> Tomato. Uh, yeah, I'm shocked that Jared said that he thought the Dire Straits were better than the cars. I am very I, surprised by I that. I think that's. Uh, I think it's no bueno. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, the cars are great, and I think uh, are long overdue. Yeah, they're a band that I put on whenever we all make like a, a bangers playlist, and I make mm-hmm. them from time to time. I'll put cars are always on there because people are, will hear it and be like, "What? Whoa! Yeah, it's what is this? Oh, I, hang with I, hang with, I hang out with that horse, yeah, the mostly, talking horse, Mister Ed. Ed, and Ghost. Yes. Yeah. What oh, is this? Um, who's this singing? I died in the Confederate <laughs> War. <laughs> the Confederate War? Is that what you think the Civil War was called? The Confederate Look, I feel War. I meant to say I'm a Confederate soldier, oh and my I lost. God. <laughs> You guys Just look at your the... tattoo. Just read off. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so crazy, given that you do have a Confederate flag hanging in this it's room. A, it's because of Dukes of Hazard. Oh I'm a God. fan. The Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, it's all about uh, history and respecting. We got to get uh, Johnny Knoxville in that rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. That jackass <laughs> intro. Get him in there. Rocks He's fucking great. Just for coming up with the soundtrack to that movie where he plays a mentally challenged person, The Ringer. Oh, yeah. I mean, shouldn't he get a nod for that? 100%. (laughs) Yeah. How rock and roll was that movie? Dude, don't even. (laughs) 
Don't I've never play. seen that movie. Have you seen it? No, of course I not. What I, what I hate to. is that I'm sure that there is like they try and make it like heartwarming. You know what I mean? Oh, That's what I hate. Yeah, I'm 100. Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen a scene from it uh, where it's like that. Where you can't it, just get laughs the whole movie and then be like, "Wait, we were nice the whole time." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of the Fairly Brothers thing. Mm-hmm. Was it the Fairly Brothers? Yeah, I don't that know if they necessarily directed it. They might have, me. but they definitely produced it. They definitely saw it. It's like hundred <laughs> percent saw it. It's like when they uh, they got all, they cashed in on those those people who are jo- conjoined twins. Yeah, yeah. I think they they uh, Shallow Hal is like that. <laughs> oh, I God. watched Shallow Hal recently, and like my jaw was on the floor because of how much how mind blowing it was. Because it's a statement about our society. Today yeah, I was like, you. They were really cutting to the core. No, it's just like they make a ton of like tasteless fat jokes and oh try absolutely to, and ugly people jokes and try to act as though they have the moral high ground yeah mm-hmm. and it's isn't one of the people like a burn victim or something yes, it's, it's like so fucked up it's yeah. out of control uh, i gotta also that the that. two we male leads it. are jack black and jason alexander <laughs> that <laughs> is know, also hot guy. unacceptable <laughs> Uh, they are I saw a woman the other day I swear uh, she was jerking off and she was staring at a picture of of uh, Jack Black and uh, Jason Alexander I swear oh okay <laughs> yeah that's how it came to you so easily <laughs> I didn't even have to like think about it <laughs> anyway the cars are a good band <laughs> yeah I they were a band they like they have so many hits yeah um, you look at their hits look at phenomenal. their look at their first album and it looks like a great just hits banger album. after banger. It's it's yeah, it's top to bottom really You're great. You want some mash when you listen to that with your bangers? Ah. Oh my um, god! <laughs> uh, Let's name some cars hits because I've uh, never sure. gotten too into them. But good I know t- a let lot the of good the times songs. roll. Okay, no, no. Uh, just what I needed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's classic. That's I think that's my, my favorite. Best friend's probably girl. The, my that's best friend's girl is pretty great. Just what I needed is also really good too. I love. Um, I love that. I mean, Drive is great. I like. I picked Drive just because. Let's it, listen to Drive. Yeah. Well, we. I mean, we just play keep... the Incubus one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I picked this one because uh, it wasn't from one of their first few albums. And it's kind of a later ballad. Do you know where I would have heard this? Is it in a prominently it's featured in a movie or drive? something? Drive? I bet. I feel like yeah. it's in an Adam Sandler movie, but I could be... I, would, he that used seems to play, right. Yeah. He used to play uh, their, their songs. He was big on uh, Cars and Sticks. Let's see here. Drive. This is just a classic. Oh, listen to that. That's pretty good. In case you were curious, Tommy, you may have heard this song. 
playing on the radio in Sam Witwicky's car, Bumblebee, in the 2000 film Transformers. Of course, yes. <laughs> That's probably what That is thinking. where you know it. Because I remember I was tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> Love that song. Uh, yeah, and I picked that one because it was like, I, I figure most people know like the stuff from their first two albums. Yeah. Well, what's weird is uh, I ju- I was just reading a little bit about their trajectory because I liked them as a kid, but I didn't I didn't know anything because they've started fifteen like way before I was born mm-hmm. because I'm I'm just young and hot. Yeah, you're you're young and hot. <laughs> yeah. We were all thinking it. <laughs> I think that every song on Transformers was by either Cars or Human League. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Let's see, because they're, they're okay. So their first album was like a huge hit. It was just self-titled "The Cars," mm-hmm. and it reached number eighteen on Billboard's two hundred. Um, it had uh, "You're All I've Got Tonight," "Bye Bye Love," uh, "Moving in Stereo," "My Best Friend's Girl," "Good Times Roll," all great and, songs, and just what I needed, right? I think, yeah, just what I needed was uh, the debut single. Right. Um, then they, they released an album called "Candy O" the next year that was like. Uh, that reached number three on Billboard. That had uh, "Let's Go." It's uh, it's all I can do. Double Life, and then uh, they released this like Panorama. Is this like weird experimental album that they made that like nobody seemed to really give a shit about? And then they like they broke up shortly after that. And then in eighty uh, four, they released their most successful album. Or wait, they broke up after that. You know what? Fuck me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I thought that it said they no, because then they had, reunited. They had shake then. it up. Rip yeah, shake it up after. was in between. So they had four albums: seventy-eight, seventy-nine, eighty, eighty-one. It's oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah, like chock full of hits. Mm-hmm. A new hour every year. Shake it up. <laughs> shake it up is so good. Yeah, yeah. They were the original Louis. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. What has he done? Something wrong? Oh no. I haven't read the news in a while. Did you guys hear about Louis? <laughs> I did that in the green room at uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh. Yeah, it was very funny. Wait, did you guys hear about Louis? <laughs> Man, sucks what happened about Louis. <laughs> what happened about? Him? Yeah, what happened to him? Yeah, yeah it's uh, really too bad what happened to Louis. Um, yeah, uh, this. Uh, but uh, fuck, eighty four is when this song came out. Right. Yeah. Drive. It's yeah. Magic is on there. Damn. There's. They just have so many good songs. They do. They're very Tonight good. Night She Comes. God damn. And uh, I don't think uh, uh, many people realize they have two lead singers. Mm-hmm. Because they, bo- they kind of sound they count, they sound similar. Rick Ocasek and this guy Ben Orr. Uh, but they do. <laughs> <laughs> Is that O-R-R? Like Bobby yeah. Orr? That's right. Mm-hmm. You got it's it. It's short for like a, a super long Polish name, I think. Ah. You think so? Let me, uh, let's um, see what it is. Brother. Hmm. Tom, you should be the name I change expert. It. It's a uh, oh, I am. Your decor. Orjakowski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Orj- yeah, they used to mm. call him. Sounds like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. <laughs> <laughs> Give her an Orjakowski. <laughs> uh, all right, um, let's uh, let's move on to uh, what else you had here. Because uh, let's listen to the Nina Simone song because oh, I sure. really like that. I was listening to this one of the four ways to, or five ways to listen. To, I listened to this whole playlist at the gym, and it was like this and uh, Drive were good little, good little gym songs. I mean, Drive isn't really a, dream, a gym song. I'd say it's a driving song. <laughs> I disagree. Okay. I think it's a sitting song. Did she about write your this thoughts. song? No, she did not. Okay. So this is a cover of a Screaming Jay Hawkins. 
put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. I think she should have gotten in just for blood on the leaves. The Kanye version. No, I You know I can't stand it. You're running around. You know better, Daddy. I can't stand it because you put me down. Yeah, yeah. Spell on you because you're mine. Wow. I, my brain won't stop every time she says, you know, I can't stand it. My brain goes, Dick Bandit, <laughs> because what? of that Two Life Crew song. Oh, <laughs> no, I can't stand it, Dick Bandit. I don't know that. That's oh, great. It, literally, my brain That's won't so stop. Funny. <laughs> sounds like a real curse. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> They put a spell on me. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a fun. Oh, that's a great song. Even oh, Tommy has to enjoy a song like that. Yeah. Back that ass up, uh, which is oh uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Back that ass. Not up. too live crew. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nina. Uh, yeah, Nina's really great what a voice. Love uh, it. I like feel like I mostly hear her through samples, which is a shame. Yeah, it's, I guess that's it. that's just the age we live in. Yeah, These millennials, they don't have the attention spans to hear more than a sample anymore. Classic, it's true. classic voices. <laughs> really quickly, I forgot that I read this earlier uh, about it's. It was people Your shitting on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wrote the, I read this earlier. It was my own suicide note. Um, I'm going to kill myself because of one review we got on <laughs> iTunes. The good thing is he didn't let it affect you. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to find whoever wrote that and beat the shit out of them. No, I'm, I'm going to Jamie Kennedy them where I confront them. <laughs> hey, uh, what? What do you make a podcast? Okay. That's essentially <laughs> his argument. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they have to. He has to go suck and fuck some guy, oh, yeah, just true. like we guy. all do. <laughs> right? There's a system, <laughs> Jamie Kennedy. Uh, this is um, Steve Miller talking about the Rock and Roll. Oh, sure. Fame. He was inducted a few years ago and had said some things to say about he it. He had some things to say. This is the headline: It's Steve Miller rips the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Miller to a publicist trying to cut him off. No, we're not going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap you up. <laughs> Man. Amazing. What a, what a way to entirely discredit everything you have to say. <laughs> yeah. the I'm going to wrap you up? What does but, that even mean? It, it, and it kind of points to the issue, maybe, which is that, hey, maybe Steve Miller is a jerk. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, no, he had a lot of things to say about... Like it. Had a lot of things to say about how the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, was not very kind to him, and it's yeah. like, yeah, you also seem like kind of difficult. So I bet there were things on both sides. I'm a both sides kind of guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, there's say. good guys yeah, on I'm both always sides. Saying, uh, but it does feel like uh, <laughs> the Hall does have some some weird things going on. It sounds like they don't treat uh, the inducted artists as well as they could. But it also sounds like Steve Miller was. Maybe being a bit of a prick. Yeah, like when he says, I encourage you to keep expanding your vision to be more inclusive of women. He sounds like a real jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he says that, but he... No, he said a lot of but more, like more the, shit. The Steve Miller band has had a lot of incarnations over the years 
zero women. Yeah. You had an illuminating tweet about uh, <laughs> the Joker. Oh, sure. Because I did not know that. I think a lot of people don't know that. What is this so, you tweet? know, the, the first uh, few lines of the Joker mm-hmm. are, some people call me a space cowboy. That's right. Some call me the gangster of love. Mm-hmm. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> Because <laughs> I speak of the pompadus of love. Sure. Those first three lines are references to songs that he wrote. Oh, I had no idea. I did not realize that either. He's a song. Uh, he was trying to make these things. He was trying to make it a thing. Yes. Yeah. And he, he, trying to he make did for a while a because uh, he had a song called Gangster of Love. Uh, and then he actually had a song called Living in the USA. Mm-hmm. And in the song, the very first line of the song Space Cowboy is... Well, I told you about living in the USA, <laughs> and I told you I'm a gangster of love. Oh, my God. That is so funny. And then, <laughs> and then he has another song uh, uh, where he calls himself Maurice uh, after that. And then he has The Joker, yeah. where he references all those songs. Oh but God. those songs hadn't been super popular, and The Joker was like hugely popular. It was like a number one song. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was, for a lot of people, and especially now, like the first Steve Miller song they hear... And so they just think he's being so insane. Funny. Yeah, it sounds yeah. crazy. Like, nobody calls you that the Space really Cowboy. Funny. That's like when Tommy, on his first album, uh, he st- he opens it with, uh, some people call me a piss freak. <laughs> right. Some like, call me a prince of snarkness. Some exactly. people call me Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> uh, yeah, Steve, uh, hey, fix it, buddy. Yeah, he said when they told me I was inducted, you have two tickets, one for your wife and one for yourself. One another one, it's $10,000. Sorry, that's the way it goes. What about my band? What about their wives? They said, get fucked. Uh, there was another thing where he says way more hard shit, but it started playing a bunch of nonsense. Right, yeah, what yeah, if his retort to everything was, I'm going to wrap you up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want us to wrap up your food? I'm going to wrap you up, buddy. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, he seems uh, he seems angry. I, there was one quote that I was like, "All right, uh, I don't think." Oh yeah, he says this whole industry is fucking gangsters and crooks. Right. That's where it's like you pretty much vocabulary. lost. Yeah, <laughs> bunch of Maurice's in here. It is funny that somebody like told him to wrap it up. Though, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's wrap it up, Steve. We know that you're giving a speech right now. Um, okay, let's uh, let's listen to some more of these songs. Um, this is a little ditty from uh, Dire Straits. This could be any Dire Straits song. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Just put the yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite song about Lena Dunham. <laughs> Lady writer on the TV. They've made their point. Yes, they have. <laughs> I, I picked this song because I think it's kind of funny. Uh, I had not heard this song before. When the Dire Straits were inducted, I, I have only heard four Sultan. of their songs 
maximum. Uh-huh. Like it's like Sultan's a swing, obviously money for nothing. Oh yeah. Walk of life, uh, which is a great song. And a, and a song called So Far Away. And those are the only songs I'd heard. Uh, and I, I don't know. I, I thought their induction was kind of strange just because, like, I don't know. I, I know a lot about that genre of music, and it just mm-hmm. didn't feel like they had uh, a, a deep catalog of recognizable songs. So, I you know, I, I got some stuff. And I do like the song uh, Lady Writer. I, but I also picked it because I think the lyrics are... Silly. <laughs> Talking about the Merge Mary reminded me of you. Is that yeah, what? Well, like, what? He straight funny. up, he just saw a, a woman on television <laughs> who was a writer, and his response is like, like "She pretty." <laughs> Mind me, you. It's yeah. Get my notepad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also just call, like, calling her a lady writer is like yeah, lady writer is pretty demeaning. It seems like it's demeaning and like not very sophisticated. <laughs> lady comedian on the stage. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, ooh, I think he's a good guitar player though, and um, yeah. No, that's fun. That that sounds so similar to Sultan to Swing. To yeah. Me. Well, he has a very specific style of guitar playing. He uh, doesn't use a pick. He uses his fingernails. Ah, so I think it kind of creates that kind of sound that sounds like Sultan to Swing. It sounds very it sounds good. Sounds like Kyrie <laughs> Irving to me. Yeah. Doesn't use a pick. <laughs> oh boy. Didn't he? Doesn't need it. Yikes. What is the, What is the song you said? Sultan to Swing. Yeah. I want to put, put that on. Well, comparisons. Yeah. 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 Oh, this is the song I thought that we were listening to. To be honest, right, at yeah. first, yeah, this is their saw first the song lady famous. rider. Second, that's a vision, maybe. Of all the celebrity comparisons, check out guitar. It's so similar. You're right. Damn. Get a new note there, Dyer. Straight that is. I mean, money for nothing sounds way different than yes, either. That from was those. yeah, definitely. Chicks they, for free, brother. And then he says, you're telling, you know, you're telling us the F word a bunch. <laughs> Which Why one? Not? That that little with his earring and his makeup. Oh, <laughs> elaborate. Yeah. I mean, he, he is playing a character, but like there's a line, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a line to be drawn. Like, cause yeah, he, I, I, I heard Tommy doing a similar character the other night. <laughs> I'm funny guy. <laughs> 80s funny guy. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's jump over to Bon Jovi. This is Runaway. This is a fun start to a song. This is like the only part of the song that I like. Yeah, because I think it is a fun. I got yeah. so bored by minute like yeah. two, I skipped the rest of it. Another great opening lyric about women. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? true girls do talk about their social lives jesus what a what a fucking dumb new jersey idiot hey that's a afl owner or what kind of he owns some kind of football team is that right 
Does he own? No, I think he owns some um, Arena League team. Oh, okay. oh okay. I think he was trying to buy the Bills or something. So did Damn. Donald Trump. Some people posit that if Donald Trump had successfully bought the Bills, he would have never gotten involved in politics. Wow. A different, uh, a different bleaker world to some. <laughs> Imagine if he never saved this country. <laughs> uh, We'd still be in Obummer territory. <laughs> yeah, I mostly picked that Bon Jovi song because I, I like the opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I just do not care for their music. I no. think they're very annoying. We should have... Let's, let's listen to uh, some of the bad ones. <laughs> no. you know, should oh I put on God. It's My Life? Sure. That I one like is that probably might be number two bow, for me. Bow. Really? Mm-hmm. I just think it's like this is a song. This is so of the time. And I again, it's impressive. This ain't a song for the broken It's impressive that they had a hit song. Yeah. No other. It just it's that great. And I think they tested it. I hate the noises of this. No, it's yeah. bad. That's what I was about. I apologize. I'm saying I'm I had not heard <laughs> it since not I was good. in seventh grade. <laughs> I remember loving it. I was being right, like, yeah. yeah, it is heart is like an open highway. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh my god. Everybody gets a ride? <laughs> uh, you know, bon yeah, jo- at that point he probably has a pacemaker in or something. <laughs> yeah. too. Bon Jovi's a uh, bass player, like classic lineup bass player, never played in any albums. Oh, oh really? yeah. Yeah, Alec John such. Uh, so and- does he make way less money? Uh, I'm not sure because he's credited. Oh, okay. But like, it's just like a it's like a known secret that this other dude, uh, who has since replaced him, has always been the bass player. But like, he's he's older than the rest of the band, and he like doesn't have the look. Oh, so like, he was never interesting. You know, officially part of the band. Interesting. Well, what's kind of cool is he's getting inducted. Oh, good they're, for they're him. Are they him, both? They're both the, getting oh, inducted. Nice. Yeah. Oh, good for those. They're letting boys. the uh, yeah, secret member kind of. Have publicly be yeah. a part of the induction ceremony, which I think is nice. That's good. That's yeah. That's interesting because sometimes they fuck up who they induct. They actually brought like, in with the Beatles. They brought in Rango, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <The> cartoon lizard. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was a huge embarrassment. But they had committed to it. So the third best bassist in the Beatles. Uh, no, um, what was I about to say? Oh yeah, it was. Never mind. That was dumb. I was right. going to say the the secret third member of this podcast is the city of New York. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right, let's listen to uh, Fly Me High by the Moody Blues. I'm up and down Speed and through I'm these last two. I'm driving along with my wheels on the ground. Hang on a bit tight, it doesn't last long. A few hours more, and it'll be gone. Fly me straight and fly me. Alone on this brand new room. You won't see me, I'll see you. I'm too fast. Whoops, 
Okay, so really quickly, just I found a quiz for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame we can do at the end of this, but nice. I think that it's wrong. Okay. <laughs> I think immediately the first question might be wrong, but I I could be wrong as well. Sure. We'll, we'll do that after. This song. I like yes. any song that includes the lyric, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Whoops. It. <laughs> yeah. That's like, uh, that's why I like the so, that uh, Green Day song that's like, the, another turning point of because they fuck up at the beginning and they're oh, like sure. shit yeah man <laughs> it's good time it's fucking human as I well. like to hear human uh, nature in my music you know and you're gonna hate computer music <laughs> <laughs> okay computer music <laughs> thanks for uh, I think this is like a cute little ditty yeah uh, I picked it because I, I don't think it's uh, you guys probably never heard it before what Moody Blues songs have I heard? I'm like so nights and white, nights and oh, white yeah, satin yeah, yeah, yeah. you've heard. You maybe have heard. I don't love that song. Okay. No, it's yeah, a little bit of a slog, but it was like you know, it came out. I think in like right '67, where people were like, "Whoa, what's happening?" Mm. Moody Blues were like one of the first bands to like really incorporate like orchestral arrangements. I know Manson loved them. Is that true? Yes. Hell Charlie. Yeah. Charlie himself. <laughs> yeah. Chuck E. Manson. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, you know, uh, Chuck, uh, Robert Dean does a bit about this, that Chuck E. Cheese, the E stands for entertainment. Did you know that? That's I did not thing. know that. That's a true, uh, his origin, yeah. Charles Entertainment Cheese is his real name. <laughs> that's a bad name. Uh, you may, uh, I'm just a singer in a rock and roll band, maybe you've heard. Uh, they had an mm. 80s song. They had a few 80s songs. It's always funny when like a band from the 60s like has an 80s revival. It is a song called Your Wildest Dreams. Play Your Wildest Dreams. Do it, okay. Tom. All right, fine, do it, fine, Tom. fine. I'll look it up. Why? Mm-hmm. I got to do and everything. Play Wildest Dreams by Taylor Swift. Oh my god. <laughs> do it. Get her do you in like that Taylor Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think I think Taylor Swift is fine. Wait, I'm looking for by Moody Blues. Yeah, Your Wildest Dreams. <laughs> your Wildest Dreams. Okay. Yeah. Cuz what I typed in Wildest Dreams and Taylor Swift did come up. Hell yeah. Uh, uh Your Wildest Dreams. I'm trying to think what Ooh. <laughs> Brother, you like that little we're, tickle? We're about to ascend into the heavens. Whoa. A lot of stuff <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they had two of their biggest hits in the 80s. This and a song called I Know You're Out There Somewhere. Uh, this is such a caricature of bands from the 60s for band in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, it's about to get real 80s. <laughs> That's what I call my morning Mountain Dew. The morning Dew. You guys don't drink Mountain Dew first thing in the morning? Anyway, I'll put together a playlist for you, Tommy, with all the Moody Blues' greatest hits. A band that I don't even really care about. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to be educated. Who's your that dream inductee? Uh, of bands that haven't that are in. not in, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I mean, I think The Cure is Ooh, the biggest snub. Love cats. <laughs> oh boy, I just feel like they they check off every box. You know, mm-hmm. they have songs that everybody knows. They have classic albums. They had a long career. That they is crazy. Were, they're not in. They were influential. Uh, they had like a look all uh-huh. to themselves. Nobody really sounds like them, and they're just they're a great band. Do they come close? They've been nominated before. What's it, what's interesting is about those like post punk bands like the Smiths and the Cure and Depeche Mode and like Joy Division, New Order, uh, have not been inducted. And it just None feels of them. it feels like wow. the a lot of them have been nominated. 
feels like the voting body at large. So what happens is the nominating committee comes up with a list of nominees, and then it goes out to the about a thousand member mm-hmm. uh, voting body, ah. and uh, that's where problems happen. Because they tend to like if you look at the list of nominees who didn't get in this year, it's like a a cool list mm. of like LL Cool J and like Rage Against the Machine and Radiohead and Kate Bush and the Eurythmics uh, and the Meters, uh, the Zombies. It's like that's a way better class mm-hmm. than this one. The major uh, criticism of the voting body is it's like a lot of old white men, ah. and one of the problems is. If you get inducted, you become part of that voting body. Oh, so you know. most of the people that get inducted, are right? So it's kind of eating its tail. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, eight fucking dudes from Journey last year yeah, now yeah, are voting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so and like Damn. the same with like Chicago that year before, like so forty, yeah. So eight, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So many old old white guys. <laughs> I think the Arcade Fire would ever get him. Uh, Is that your dream inductee? You think? No. Who's your dream, dream. inductee? I would love to see the Pixies get in. I was about to ask if the Pixies are in, because I I was going to say that would be mine, or Reese Witherspoon from the film uh, uh, Walk the Line. Those are my two choices. Sure. I think every Uh, Nico (laughs) Case album is great, but she'd never be in. Yeah. No, probably not. Uh, But what's what's valuable about the induction ceremonies is sometimes it gets bands to reunite. Yeah. I'd love to see Kim Deal play with the Pixies again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, you know, a, that's that's a good one. The only time the Talking Heads ever reunited was for oh wow the Hall of Fame. Ooh, yeah. I want to watch. It. Are these like available to watch yeah. later? I want to watch that they, Talking Heads. Set. They have a good YouTube channel. How I'm many? Check that so out. what do they play? Four songs. Three. Three. What yeah. did the Talking? Do you remember what the Talking Heads played? Yeah, um, they played "Life During Wartime." Mm. Uh, they played "Psycho Killer." Cascasse. Cascasse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, <laughs> I think Bernie down the house. Nice. Damn, no, this must be the place. Melody, huh? yeah. uh, I have that recorded from VH1 from 2002. Do you really? Wow. Yeah, on like a VHS tape. You have a VHS tape still lying around somewhere. I, my friend, I converted it to a DVD. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah. That was a good. That was a good class. Uh, it was Tom Petty, the Ramones, Talking Heads. Oh wow! Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's so much better. And then you look at this, and it's no, like, ah. this sounds terrible now <laughs> yeah. compared to that. Right. The this thing is, is, they bullshit. could they could have they could have good classes. It's like because back then, like when the Ramones and Tom Petty and the Talking Heads were being inducted, they were playing catch up on like Brenda Lee and mm-hmm. like Gene Pitney, like all these dudes who had been snubbed for at that point like fifteen years or something. Mm. And now what we're getting to. Like, last year's a good example of, like, Tupac and Pearl Jam got in. Mm-hmm. Bands that were uh, eligible immediately got inducted immediately. But then you're still playing catch-up on, like, Electric Light Orchestra and Yes. Sure, and Journey. sure, sure. So, like, you, it, I think a good class is a mix of that. Uh-huh. Bands that have been snubbed and are finally getting their due within, like, obvious first-round mm-hmm. inductees. So, like, if Radiohead was in place of Bon Jovi... Yeah, if, like, Radiohead and Rage got in, because mm-hmm. that was their first year's... Mm-hmm. Uh, first year eligible and then you know some of these other dudes yeah yeah um we have one more song on here let's play it real oh, fast yeah. uh it's uh it's sam price trio what no is this not supposed to be on here this is on your little uh no playlist. it's the sister, sister uh, rosetta tharp it says sam price trio and then sister rosetta tharp All right, well, let's give it a listen sure, right? yeah. the 
version. Sam Rice got that top billing on this. Uh, this uh, according to Spotify. This ain't rock and roll. The version of this that I like the best is actually on YouTube. Oh. So yeah, this was all that was on Spotify. Okay. Right. Uh, well, I don't know if you can pull up if you can pull up YouTube. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's connected to the audio. Uh, but she sister Rosetta Tharp is like from the forties. Uh-huh. Uh and the the up above my head. There's, it's, she performed it on TV or something, and there's like a gospel choir behind her, and she's playing like an electric guitar, Ooh, the, like damn. a Gibson SG, which is like what Angus Young plays. Yeah, yeah, for that's crazy. And it's just like this old black woman <laughs> uh, in the 40s, and she's like shredding. That's yeah, awesome. everyone's while She's just like hell's bells. <laughs> right. The full title of this song is Hemorrhage parentheses up above my head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's a really great clip, and I think it kind of encapsulates what uh, Sister Rosetta Tharp was all about, which was she was like a fucking guitar god. In the forties, that's crazy. incredible. And she influenced like video. it's very clear like who she, like she influenced Elvis. She influenced wow. like kind of that first round of of rock guys who were into gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, because as we all know, rock and roll came out of a lot of different genres: gospel, country, jazz, blues, Big blues mostly. Big four. <laughs> the Big four. <laughs> I found a I found a clip that we'll play nice. a little bit. Yeah. It's just, it's so. Uh, that is cool. It almost feels anachronistic because we're used to seeing like old gospel singers, just like a you know a, a black woman by herself. This is really cool. You guys should check this she's, out. She's so good. I'm into that. Good and call. And she should have she should have been that. inducted as because they've had this category of early influence uh, since kind of the beginning of the hall. Mm. You know, it's where they induct like uh, Howl, Howlin' Wolf and Jesus Christ <laughs> and uh, Robert Johnson. Uh, but yeah, she's an oversight that finally you know is getting in, and it'll nice. be really cool. Nice. Well, you know what? Who's gonna like do it? Does she have like kids that'll come make a speech? Yeah, uh, presumably some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Relatives will. That's usually what happens. Nice. Uh, Maybe we'll pop in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a word on Sister Rosetta Tharp. Talk behalf. about Sister Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Just get booed immediately. <laughs> it will. It will be cool to see who performs. Just like a tribute performance mm-hmm. for her. Uh, I have no idea, but someone will play one or two of her songs as a as a tribute, which is what they usually nice. do. You know, last year. Uh, Snoop Dogg and like T.I. and Oh, did Tupac? Did Tupac songs ah. and Alicia Keys and it was, it was really cool. Oh, nice. That's yeah. fun. That's a good time. It I was a good time. What Do you remember what songs they did for Tupac? They did like a medley. Ooh, okay. So when Alicia Keys was at, was at the uh, at the piano she was at the keys <laughs> uh, she did uh, I, I Get Around and Hell yeah. uh, Changes Nice. And uh, ambitions as a writer, yeah, it was. That's so fun. And then I'm when, a big Snoop, when Snoop came out, you know, they did two of America's Most yeah, Wanted yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, Hail Mary and Hail yeah, Mary nice. is so good. I I tweeted this, but I, there was a when I was in a, like tenth grade or ninth grade, I had a presentation in class where there was a moment. 
there was a part of my presentation you, you had to like write like a story and then you could make the soundtrack to your movie of the story oh boy and i there was a moment where i was just standing in front of my class and we all were just listening to hail mary unedited <laughs> the whole way through <laughs> that and 50 cents mini men it was very violent and <laughs> uh very uncomfortable because yeah. it's like an indiana school like right, all yeah. these white kids were like very uh not enthused <laughs> i bet <not. laughs> but uh yeah i love tupac um let's wrap this bad boy up should we rate this playlist why not um i I don't know what i would even rate this playlist i came up with and (laughs) couldn't have been more than three minutes (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna give it one for each minute (laughs) (laughs) nice but it's the year of generosity generosity, 3.25 oh wow that's a big old uh bump for the old uh joseph friend year (laughs) well i gotta go 2.75 then i would have given it a three but uh was there anything interesting on the facebook Oh, yeah, I forgot. So we did go to Facebook this week. As Bangs has said, meet uh, me on Facebook. <laughs> the Hall of Fame also put out a, a Spotify playlist of the this year's inductees. Ooh. Like, obviously more than one song. Uh, that gives a... If, you, if you're interested in knowing what some of these bands were about, it gives like a pretty... Uh, Actually, we got a lot of Facebook brief, stuff. I didn't realize Brief, but not in... Yeah. Brief, but efficient uh, rundowns of their career. Yeah, uh, Joe McAdam said they're pretty much a bunch of old stiff whiteies, but they've provided two of my favorite videos: Prince playing "While My Guitar Gently Weeps" and Mike Love's induction speech. Uh, Bobby Bud says put in Thin Lizzy. Uh, let's see, Mike Carrazza says I forgot that this is a thing. What did you? What was the prompt here? I just wrote just we're doing it, it, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you have any thoughts on okay. it that you want to be expressed in this episode? Uh, Sam Evans said, I went there with my dad once as a fun father-son trip. We got through it in 20 minutes. The biggest takeaway being, wow, Mick Jagger was tiny. Luckily, <laughs> Cleveland has a really cool interactive science museum close by that we spent the rest of the day at. This is uh, a fucking nerd podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> interactive yeah, this also, is cool guy yeah. podcast. Sam. Also, that's w- that's one of the issues with like uh, being a fan of the Hall of Fame but not caring about the museum. It's is- I've been there, too. It's, not, it's very... Uh, boring i think it's I fine know. uh it, i loved it when i was a kid before wikipedia you know yeah I mean? Cause sure because like, you could read all those little snippets and they have the yeah. movie that plays or whatever they mm-hmm. can watch they more fun. or less had uh like wikipedia articles on like every band you could ever mm-hmm. want and so i would just like go and like read and learn but then it was like oh mm-hmm. now i can do this on my freaking phone dude <laughs> i used to work there as a janitor and then every night uh, when everyone else was gone, it would all come to life. <laughs> Is that right? Yep. Night at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum? Yep. Uh, but that, yeah, it, it is always annoying when I'm like, oh, I'm in the Hall of Fame. And they're like, what, so how often do you go? To the, how do you, often do you go? I'm like, I don't, it's not. How often there, do you go? There's like synonymous just saying the the thing in the museum. Anyway, I suck at When they do it in Cleveland, is, is it at the, at the queue? No. I forget. It, it's like the public something. I forget what. Hmm. I forget exactly what the place is. Um, Kevin O'Brien posted a link to uh, "These Things Matter" podcast featuring Joe Quazala. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe check that out. <laughs> you want to hear one where Joe gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs>
um yeah i feel like that's about uh that's about it uh, we we did get a uh, uh there was a pink floyd exhibit that was pretty cool um let's do this quiz and wrap this bad boy oh for up. sure i'll wrap um, you up <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the episode <laughs> no uh all right so in what year was the rock and roll so Hall happy of Fame you said that. Foundation? <laughs> that was great uh <laughs> yeah good uh, that worked out so well <laughs> Uh, in what year was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Foundation established? 1963, 1973, or 1983? That would be 83. That is correct. Uh, where is the Rock and Roll Hall of oh Fame Museum? God. Cleveland, Chicago, or Milwaukee? Oh, it's in Cleveland. All right. In the hearts of young music fans. <laughs> the Amit Ertegun Award for Lifetime Achievement Award was formerly called what? The Roadie Award, Backing Band Award, Non-Performers Award. Non-Performer. You are correct. God damn, Joe. I don't like non-performer. <laughs> yeah, that seems wrong. That, that well, seems it's, it's for non-performers. Ah. It's like Dick Clark has one. Uh, but he's a performer. Okay. <laughs> You've made your point. <laughs> Ooh, what did the Sex Pistols famously call the hall? Crumbled cookie, urine and wine, which is Tommy's favorite thing. He drinks unwind. Uh, or my a, sideways. <laughs> <laughs> or a huge honor. It's urine and wine. That is correct. Which is such a great. Just hearing them be like urine and wine. <laughs> and iron and wine is like we should we should form a band. <laughs> Very similar to that. Uh, from which city did the term rock and roll originate? Cleveland, New York City, or Los Angeles? Jesus, I I would guess Cleveland, but I think that's a trap. It seems like a trap. Yeah, Cleveland rocks though. I right. don't know. I think Can't Cleveland's a trap, but put in might as well put it in Cleveland anyway. It's correct. Right. Damn, uh, a Cleveland disc jockey Alan named Freed. Alan Freed gets yeah. credit for coming up with the term. The founder of which major record label helped to spur the establishment of the foundation? Atlantic, EMI, or Warner Music Group? Uh, I, I it's not. I think it's Atlantic. That's Atlantic. Yeah. I read that one earlier. Uh, yeah, er- is that Erdogan? That is Erdogan. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Which artist did not play at the Hall's 25th anniversary concert? Lou Reed, Metallica, or Tom Petty? Uh, I don't think Tom Petty was there. All right, let's try it. That's correct. Damn, wow. this is crazy. How many have we got left? Uh, I have no idea. Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> we have forty-five more questions about the rock and roll year of rock. <laughs> <laughs> Which artist is the only one to have ever been inducted in three different groups? Eric Clapton. All right, that's one of the answers, and that is correct. Uh, enshrined as a solo performer, Cream and Yardbirds. Uh, and which year did the Hall of Fame open in Cleveland? Ninety-five. Is that? A- it says 86, 95, 2001. Uh, 95. I think it's... Oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, there it is. It took about a decade to finish construction. Damn. The tenth question. I, th- I feel like this has to be the last one. <laughs> During oh, a Hall speech, Johnny Ramone sparked controversy by praising which president? <laughs> George W. Bush. <laughs> did he really? Yes. What did he say? He, I, th- I, I was just watching because I said I had yeah, have this yeah. on tape. <laughs> He heartily aired his support for the president and said he was tired of Republicans being mocked publicly. So I think in the uh, in the edited speech that they aired on VH1, you don't get much of it. But at the very end, you can hear him go, God bless America. God bless George W. Bush. <laughs> wow. Uh, when I was watching Rock and Roll High School, I said, I know the message of this. <laughs> there is the at least one more question here if we All want right. to keep going. Let's, I'm, I'm on a roll. You Let's are on a roll. We'll go until you miss one. Okay. okay. All right. The museum's first blown exhibit spotlighted uh, which subgenre of rock? 
psychedelic rock, garage rock, or 1950s rock? Oh, geez. Well, again, I don't care about the museum, so this might be the end of the road, but I would say garage rock. All right. I'm going to guess 50s rock. It's psychedelic rock. Oh, wow. My All guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By default. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Stand By Your Band, I think. Tommy? Joe, congrats Joe. on your marriage. Oh, thank yeah, you so much. <laughs> we should have congratulated more. We really Got appreciate you. to Ahmet Erdogan. <laughs> <laughs> then he would appreciate you doing this podcast for your honeymoon more than anyone. Yeah. Um, My man loved rock. <laughs> follow Joe on Twitter. You're great on there. What's your, what's your Twitter handle? Joe K. Joe K. Joe K. Joe K. Once a year, he tweets a billion times in one day and, and people kills love it. it. He was. Uh, we were reading those tweets in Pittsburgh and laughing out loud. Yeah. LOL, as the kids say. Yes. Uh, to reiterate, I pulled out my phone and showed off my tweets <laughs> to my friends. And that's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more rock and roll than that. Is there anything else you want to plug there, Joey? This is going to come out on Wednesday. Uh, no, I mean, the t- Twitter is is about Great. fine. If you're, yeah, in, yeah. if you're in Denver, I'm going to be in Denver Ooh. the 7th through the 12th. Nice. Just doing a bunch of local shows. Get over there. Check out Joey's great stand-up. Uh, Tommy McNamara ha- will be headlining Carolines on Broadway. What's that March date? 14th. March 14th. Go there. Is there a promo code? Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> also, Tommy. me and Tommy's live show, uh, live by your, uh, Stand By Your Band Live, <laughs> which is basically just a stand-up show this time, uh, uh, will uh, we'll be February 8, 9.30 p.m., featuring Emmy Blotnick and Monroe Martin and more. Yes. Uh, Tim McLaughlin. <laughs> How'd we get him? <laughs> Check out my new website that I just finished, TomTakar.com. And uh, without further ado, keep it crispy. Yes. Uh, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash standbyyourband. Thanks for listening. Bye. Stand by your band.